Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. everybody. How are you doing this week? I am having an interesting few weeks. We got back from vacation and there are multiple balls in the air right now. And usually when I feel stress, I know exactly what it's from. But right now I am experiencing really high levels of anxiety and stress which has been quite unusual for me for some time since I learned how to do thought work and manage my mind. Because for the most part, when I write the thoughts that I'm having down and put them on paper, my brain is able to see them as stories and how I'm experiencing my reality and see that the facts are not always the story that I'm telling myself. And it helps me to be able to separate the facts of what's going on from the story my brain is telling me because it wants to protect me, which is what we all do, right? So I am in the midst of either renegotiating my current job contract or potentially finding a new job. And my husband had his health issue earlier this year, and he is going to be having another test done in the next few weeks. And we're having a community issue in our neighborhood, which has caused a lot of uncertainty and stress. So basically I have three different things, major things in my life going on that are causing a lot of what feels like uncertainty. And anytime our brains feel that something's not certain, it's not guaranteed, there's a question. It wants to answer the question because then it feels safe. It wants to know what's going to happen, what it can anticipate happening. And if it can't, it wants to know what all the options are so that it can plan ahead. And this is a normal function of our brain. Remember, the three main functions of our brain on the default setting is to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and be efficient. So if at all times it's trying to keep you safe, right, keep you in the cave, keep you safe because there might be a lion or a tiger trying to eat you. Um, it does wants to do that efficiently. So it's going to do what it knows that works. Okay. Um, and it wants to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So anxiety and stress often feel really uncomfortable in our bodies. And I was talking to a patient in my clinic about this this morning, but we are as a society, very hedonistic. We want to avoid pain and seek pleasure at all times. And most marketing speaks to this, all the food commercials and alcohol commercials you see on TV, all the advertisements for vacations or stop your stress or feel better now, that kind of thing. That's all geared towards avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. And it would be great if we could feel blissful 100% of the time and be filled with joy and love and happiness and peace. Unfortunately, that's not the reality of life. I believe that life is 50-50. Unfortunately, our society is set up in a way that brainwashes us to think that we need to be happy all the time and that that should be our goal. And because of this, we have the impetus to avoid 
discomfort, stress, anxiety, um, anything that feels anything different than happiness, joyfulness, fulfillment at any time. And what this does is it creates net negative habits or something called buffering, which is a way that we distract ourselves from feeling uncomfortable. And I just got back from vacation and I ate all the delicious foods while we were there. And in the past, my main buffering habit, the way I avoided feeling uncomfortable when I was stressed, when I was anxious, when I was hurting, when I was disappointed, was that I would eat because it dulls that discomfort in my body. So emotions are physical sensations in our body. And when I feel anxious, I feel this heaviness and kind of fluttering in my abdominal area where my stomach is. And for many years, I thought that that was hunger. So anytime I felt that sensation, I would eat and it would either lessen or go away for a while. And then it would come back. And from doing thought work and getting coaching, I have learned to separate actual physical hunger sensations from anxiety and stress. And Everything is a process. So I'm not at hundred percent. Occasionally I misjudge. I have actually had times where I had a stomach ache from something I ate or something, you know, if I wasn't feeling well, and I thought that maybe that was me being anxious or stressed. And then I checked in with myself and I was like, no, actually, I think this is just a stomach ache. So it does take a little bit of practice, but the more we practice getting in touch with our feelings and our emotions and our bodily sensations that are associated with those feelings, the easier this gets and the easier we're able to stop distracting ourselves from how we're actually feeling. And then we can process those feelings and act from a place of power and intentionality instead of trying to cut down that feeling to get rid of the stress, get rid of the anxiety or acting from the stress or anxiety in an attempt to make it go away or make it lessen. So either we're distracting ourselves from it, trying to avoid it by eating. Some people drink alcohol, use drugs. Um, some people work to get it to go away. Some people just avoid talking or having a difficult conversation if they feel that the anxiety is going to be too much for them or the worry or the stress. And other people will scroll social media or shop or do all kinds of things. If, if there's something that can be done, a physical activity, um, and sometimes it's just our brain spinning, right? If we're feeling anxious and then we start spinning around the what ifs and worrying and worrying and worrying, it creates a cycle and that helps us avoid the actual thing that we were worried about in the first place. So that's another method that we use to kind of buffer our feelings. And in this particular scenario, I'm talking about stress and anxiety. So having done this work and being intentional, when we got back from vacation, I was like, okay, I've gained a few pounds and I feel kind of meh because I was eating all the delicious foods and I love sugar. And so when I'm on vacation, I kind of let go a little and I have some desserts and then I usually get right back on track because I don't like how sugar makes me feel. It makes me feel tired. It makes me crave it more. And I just, I don't feel good when I eat it. So I usually um, avoid it for the most part. I eat fruit. And I don't avoid foods with natural sugar, but I don't eat really any processed sugar. So when we got back, I was like, okay, I'm going back off sugar. And I knew all of these things were kind of swirling in the background. And I'm like, not a problem. I'm ready for it. Bring it. Let's go. I'm nice and relaxed from vacation. And so what happened is that I took out sugar. And around day two or day three, after I got over my initial kind of like 
feeling tired and feeling cranky and wanting all the sugar all the time. I, you know, kept refocusing my brain. Okay. We're doing this for our health. We're, we're happy to do it. I want to feel good. I want to feel proud of myself. I want to take care of myself, especially going through this stressful time. And I realized that I was feeling worse and I was having this pressure in my chest and this pressure in my stomach and this fluttering on a regular basis. And at first I thought something was going wrong. And then I did some thought work. And after that, I realized, oh my gosh, this is actually going right. And the way forward through anything is through. I know you guys have heard that before, but it is so true when it comes to getting back in touch with our body and feeling our feelings and processing them so that we can make intentional decisions and not let our default emotions and our default ways of surviving run our lives because that's when we can truly thrive. So despite the fact that I've regularly been intentionally processing and feeling worry and anxiety and stress on a daily basis, sometimes several times a day, I actually have noticed that I'm more proud of myself and I feel more calm and centered. And when I do take action, it is more regularly from a place of intentional thought and feeling of what I want to create more of in my life versus reacting from the anxiety of, oh my gosh, this person emailed me back about this contract and I need to reply right away. Now I can take a breath and take a step back and say, oh, that's my anxiety talking. How, what outcome do I want? How do I want to respond to this? And it's helped so much. And I have, mind you, had a few freakouts where my brain's just on default. Usually when I'm tired, um, I notice it more that my brain just kind of defaults back to, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, what if, what if, what if, if, you know, what if I don't have a job? What if something bad happens to my husband? What if they approve this event center in our neighborhood? And then we have to move because it's loud all the time. So, you know, that natural default, the thing that I've noticed that's made the biggest difference is I've really been working on eliminating my self judgment and all of those frustration thoughts and ideas, like all the shoulds have really not been coming up a lot. They do when I'm tired, but then I see them and recognize them for what they are right away. And then I'm not reacting. And like I said, I have reacted a few times. And unfortunately my husband gets the brunt of that. As he will probably tell you <laughs> if you talk to him, but it's also part of being human and not judging ourselves for being human and not judging ourselves for having anxiety or for not being happy all the time or for allowing ourselves to feel bad so that when we feel good, we can feel good from a very clean and centered place. To me, that centering and that peace that I feel of knowing that I'm having anxiety, I'm feeling stress, and this is what it feels like in my body. And being able to describe that to myself is so calming. And I truly believe that this is what they talk about with Buddhism when you're enlightened and you have awareness of what's going on and you're not reacting to it. You're not a victim of it. You're actually empowered in yourself and in your body, even when you're having your default thinking. So I just wanted to kind of hop on and kind of record this podcast for you today because this is what I'm going through in real time and this is how I'm coping with it. So if you find that you're spinning out over something first, I recommend just noticing that it's happening and then 
asking yourself, what would it look like if I was okay, that I'm having worry, that I'm having anxiety? What do I normally do when I feel anxiety? Do I go to the kitchen and try to eat something to make it go away? Do I dive into my work so I don't have to think about it? I could focus on something else that feels productive. Do I allow myself to feel uncomfortable when I'm feeling anxious? Or do I try to push it down like a beach ball under the water that we know eventually is going to pop back up when we can't hold our hands down anymore? Or am I letting it be there and just creating safety and space for myself to feel that uncomfortable emotion? And then decide intentionally from a place of power, what do I want to do with this information? Do I want to step back and take care of myself for a minute? Do I want to intentionally take an action to create a result that I want in the world? Or do I want to just create some safety for myself and let my brain have reassurance that it doesn't have to spin out that We're going to put on our big girl pants and we're going to handle this and we're going to be okay because I truly believe that how we deal with our emotions and how we integrate them into our lives is where our power comes from. And then we have the ability, even with things like anxiety, we can turn the dial up and we can turn the dial down, but it's also all of the thoughts we have around the idea of anxiety, the concept, even the diagnosis it affects us either positively or negatively. So I just want you to consider that this week as you're going through your day-to-day life, is there some type of feeling that you avoid or that you feel like, oh, that's just me. I'm just an anxious person or I'm just a worrier. And you can, the more you slow it down, the more you can see how your default habits keep you in the same patterns. And knowledge is power. Once we can see what we're doing, We can decide intentionally from our intentional thinking and our prefrontal cortex, our space of power, how we want to proceed with that. And when we integrate that with processing our emotions and knowing what they are and being in touch with them, it reintegrates our mind and our body so that we ultimately can thrive from our power and stop being a victim to how we feel or to the circumstances in our life that are happening around us. We always get to decide. If this is intriguing you, if you're like, oh my God, I gotta have this, which is how I felt when I found life coaching, I have a free guide for you in the show notes. You can click the link, you can download it. You could start doing this work today. If you've already downloaded it and you're working on it, you're like, this is fabulous. I need more. You can email me at info at thriveArena.com and let's set up a time to talk about the power that this work can have in your life and get you where you wanna be faster. It can save you time, it can save you money, it can save you years of energy and headache. I know because I've done this work and this has made such a huge difference in my life that I just wanna share it with everyone because you don't have to struggle, you don't have to suffer, you don't have to just survive your life. You deserve to thrive all the way through it. Even when you feel uncomfortable, even when it feels impossible, it doesn't have to feel that way. You can have support, you can have someone by your side, and you can have your own back, which I think is the most beautiful thing ever. All right, y'all have a great week and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, 
click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.